0: a business owner who's fed up with feeling like you have to be a boss babe CEO, whatever the hell that is, or hustle 24-7 in order to be successful? Well, if you're ready to do things in a smarter way, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance and not a multi-million pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and known as the Ease Queen because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I'm going to share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love most without working 14 hours a day. So get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode... I want to talk to you today about pitching in the DMs, cold pitching, because the thing is that, you know, kind of pitching in the DMs is the new cold calling phone call, right? And it's a way that we're told all the online gurus, the online social media folks as telling you, you need to get in the DMs, get in the DMs, get in the DMs. And that's the way that you're going to get new customers. Yes. However, but, however, and but. Yes, both of them. <laughs> there are many caveats to this one. I want to tell you to ditch the cold pitch, bish, <laughs> because it's ugly and it ain't going to work, right? So the thing is, with this kind of cold pitching in the DMs, it's a sure fast. Sure, fast way to piss people off. And it's not going to get you any clients. So today, I want to tell you a story about something that happened to me recently, and suggest some ways that you can use DMs to actually make friends and get gets clients. So this episode is very much inspired by a recent real life event in the business world of Libby. So here we go. I had someone book one of my um, personal breakthrough call slots. so I have 30 minute slots available to everybody uh, to talk about their business, to give them some advice, to give them some guidance, and to see if we're a fit to work together, okay a kind of uh, pre-qualifying call for my coaching services. And this somebody booked one of these sessions. And instead of filling in the questionnaire, because there's quite a detailed questionnaire first, because we need to, you know, work out if we're right to work together. And and if I can help you and if I'm the right person for you as well. But instead of filling in all the questions, they just put in one box. Yeah, there's something I want to talk to you about. So I thought, "Hmm, this sounds like it's taking a few liberties there. I cancelled the session. And I emailed the person and said, do you want to give me an idea of what you want to talk about? And then, you know, we'll set up a mutually convenient time if it's something that is of interest. Right. Um, so so try to deal with it to start a conversation. And the response I got back, because actually, let me just say, I was a little bit pissed off that somebody had taken the liberty to book one of my precious and coveted personal breakthrough call slots because they're they're so important in my business and they're so precious to the people who book them because it's a free 30-minute session to get some really brilliant help with your business, you know, to either then move forward on your own or to move forward with me as your coach. So to just choose one of those slots like it was a, oh, yeah, well, she's available, really just got my back up, first of all. Gonna try not to be too soapboxy today, but it was just an ugly experience from start to finish this one. But rather than you know, I, I tried to turn it around into a, a really lovely conversation by saying, Okay, how about we set up a proper session together, a proper conversation? But first of all, tell me what it is that you want to talk to me about, right? Um, and what I got back then was just a cold pitch email. Hi, lovely. Got some exciting news. My new book, Life in Business, is published on the 2nd of February. It's packed full of advice, anecdotes, real talk, love and support on ways you can work less, earn more and embrace true happiness in your business. You need this book in your life. Go to LibbyLangley.com slash book to get all the details. It was a cold pitch email because... I mean, I didn't know who this person, I didn't know who this person was, what they do, particularly they don't know me, what I do, who my clients are, how I work. I and mean, this cold pitch was to use them as a, uh, as a as a consultant, effectively, for a certain type of software. Okay, it would be me referring my clients to them and the software that they are an agent for. I mean, fair enough, in theory... But it's not software that I use and it's not software that I, therefore, that I would recommend to my clients, email, effectively email marketing software. And I use another one. I use ConvertKit. I'm absolutely open about the fact that I use ConvertKit and I recommend ConvertKit to everybody because it's a brilliant email marketing software tool where you can also build little mini funnels in it. Well, quite clever, complicated funnels if you want to, but you can start with, with simple mini funnels. And it works, it works extremely well for small businesses. And I am an affiliate for ConvertKit. So if you go to libbylangley.com slash ConvertKit, you will be able to get a free trial and try out the software and see why you like it. But it's the one that I talk about. And it's the one that I recommend. But it wasn't the one that this person was talking about. But they didn't know, you know, they don't know what I use because we had no, you know, no relationship whatsoever. So this email came, quite a long email, you know, I mean, obviously copy and paste email, standard email, but this long email came back to which I replied. Now, interesting, my husband said to me, just reply, you know, two or three words saying, okay, thanks, I'll keep this on file. But I like to try and start conversations with people because people, I find people interesting and you never know where these things go. So instead of just replying with that, hmm. I replied back and said, you know, thanks for this. It's not software I use. I'm very aware of it. I've been aware of, aware of it in its um, previous days before it had a bit of a change. Um, it's not something that I recommend to my clients. And email marketing is not the first thing on my clients' minds when they come to me, necessarily, because the way that I work with my clients is we do a real kind of intensive look at how you feel about everything in your business. And then we look at ways that you can be more efficient. And a lot of that is to do with decluttering and cutting things out in your business and working to having boundaries, working to more of a structure. And then we get to the point of looking at right, who are your clients, what are your offers and services, and how are you going to grow grow the business? And that's when kind of email marketing software come in. But that's that's sometimes quite a way, you know, sometimes even like a couple of months down the line before we've done the we've done the groundwork okay um it's a very sort of emotional journey that i take people on one of my clients said to me that it's not therapy but it's very cathartic <laughs> which i think sums it up quite nicely but this person hadn't you know didn't know that that's how i worked didn't know that's how my clients the journey my clients went on kind of just made the assumption that I was straight in promoting software and rights, marketing, 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 which isn't true at all. One piece of the puzzle, if you like. So I went back to explain this in not as many words as that, but went back to explain that, uh, which prompted a response of um, basically, you know, if you're not focusing on sales and marketing, your clients are never going to get anywhere and this will help you be more effective in your job. And I'm like, Hmm no you okay you've misunderstood what i've said and now you're just being offensive so i sort of responded with this uh but said my offer was there to book another call for you to just start a conversation and the response back was just so rude um it was basically no we have a clash of personalities uh, i'm not going to i'm not going to take that call with you and it's like well, you you were the one who approached me. You know, why be rude to me now? I mean, you were the one who approached me and obviously wanted to get me on board with what you do. So it was a really strange and uncomfortable conversation. And I made a mistake, I think, in my response then, which was to say, yeah, fine, forget it. I don't like you either. <laughs> I don't like the way you do business. Um, But you've given me some fodder, uh, you know, some content, wonderful content for a podcast episode, Um, you know, to keep things light, to make a joke of it and, you know, wish you all the best and all that. Thought that was the end of it. But no, I got a response back saying, oh, well, you've given me, uh, you've given me content for two podcast episodes. And it was like, oh, you know, whatever willy wave all you like and um, yes it was a guy Um, and it was just horrible so I said right this is the last communication and the action that I took was to block this person on social media channels now this was done via email this wasn't done through social media but I just thought that's not someone I want to see or have in my world I don't like the way that I can't say I don't like the way they do business because I don't Know any more than my one particular experience. My one particular experience was really uncomfortable, and is not the way not the way I would choose to work with anybody, and not the way I would want to do business. Okay, and certainly not the way I would teach my clients to do to do business. So the net outcome of it was a total lack of respect, absolutely zero referrals, being blocked on social media, and somebody I wouldn't, I, I just wouldn't go near. It's a sad experience, really. It could have been so different because I'm sure this person is lovely. You know, I'm sure they're a really nice person. I'm sure what they do is great. I'm sure they would be an interesting person to kind of have in my armory of people that I can potentially refer my clients to because I do a lot of referring to specialists in their field. Because we can't all be specialists, you know. So I'm always referring people to my wonderful podcast producer, Rosemary. Hi, Rosemary, at Too Busy to Podcast. Um, because she's brilliant, right? I can't do it on my own. I mean, I could learn, and but I can do it on my own. So I, so I refer people on to other specialists all the time. And that would have been quite nice to have somebody in that, you know, kind of in that, that realm to add. But And it could have been so different so simply. So rather than just diving straight in and booking one of my precious and coveted, not many available personal discovery calls to do a pitch, I would have approached it, I would have emailed, right? Or I would have DM'd and just said, Hi, how are you doing? But I just, you know, there's there's kind of maybe some synergy here. It'd be quite nice to just have a bit of a chat with you. You've got 15 minutes sometime. And not make it not make it a pitch, just make it a conversation. And then from that, the response would either be, oh yeah, all right, you know, thanks for that link to the article you sent me, or something, you know, an icebreaker that was sent. Or, yeah, I like cats as well, you know, a conversation starter, right? To establish some kind of commonality there, a conversation. Then you can suggest the mutually convenient time to chat and the outcome from that scenario, so starting a conversation to find out a little bit more about each other and then going into kind of the business stuff, would be friendship, would be respect and would be a possible future partnership. So same same desired outcome, which would be this, this partnership working, but a way softer, friendlier, nicer, chattier, respectful way to deal with it. But it wasn't like that. But that's how it could have been so, so different. And it is, I do think it's a shame because when you go in all guns blazing like that and sort of make people feel uncomfortable, then it just doesn't do anything positive at all. And things that you can learn from this and the experience that I really want to share with you from this. So many positives to be taken from, from this experience. There's so many lessons that it's worth sharing. Is that we all like to feel valued. And for me, the fact that one of my personal discovery calls being booked for a pitch it was just so disrespectful of me and my time and the value that I can offer to people. And the thing with having a semi-automated business, as my, mine is, is that I don't have many of those slots available, available each week, and so they're reserved for a certain thing. I have other times um, in my week where I can book in calls with people, as, you know, as we do. There's There's lots of conversations that happen. And those ones aren't automated. But the the automated ones, you go to um, libbylangley.com slash call. You select your time. You select your date. You fill in the questions. Boom, we've got our session booked in. Let's get excited about talking about your business. So those are, you know, those those are, I say, those are automated sessions. But anything outside of that is when we book in different times, different sessions. And that's respectful. And that's to me, that's a respectful way or a mutually respectable way to kind of run my business. So I'm respectful of my own boundaries and my own time by automating when you can book a personal breakthrough call. And I would respect expect people to be respectful of the fact that there are a limited number of these available on their certain days of the week and between certain time periods. Because that's when I'm at my best. Right, that's when I'm at my best and that's when I can deliver the best to the people who book on those on those calls. So we all like to feel valued and um we all like to be respected in business. And to put it in a kind of um slightly vulgar, but you'll understand what I mean, <laughs> uh analogy, basically what I felt like um he was doing was trying to um, I'm trying to think of a PG-friendly. There's no children listening to this, but, yeah. yeah. I thought he was trying to shag me on the first date, okay? Um, that's not PG-friendly, but there you go. <laughs> and it's it's horrible. You know, it it, it feels like a kind of violation. And, and I'm sure he would say, oh, you're overreacting. I was only trying to book a time with you. But mm, that's the difference between the way men and women operate and the way men and women think and the way men and women do business and that's a generalization yes but it is this if you use this analogy of kind of you know trying to shake someone on the first date it's it it, it it it's really ugly and it's really uncomfortable and you wouldn't do that okay unless it was entirely mutually um consensual but to walk up to someone in a bar and try and take them home that i mean no of course not whereas if you Walk up to someone, or you happen to be standing next to someone at the bar, you start a conversation, you maybe buy each other a drink, then you arrange to go for dinner, and then who knows what happens. It's a totally different approach. And it's a more, it's less a kind of, um, what's it, like a smash and grab approach, and more a, a way to get longevity and success, right? And the thing to kind of remember about all of this that conversations and and people your fellow business people your potential clients your ideal clients your glorious audience that you have they're not all going to buy from you all the time they're just not but and that's okay it's not always about making a sale it's about making connections it's about starting conversations it's about getting to know people about it's about building your network it's about understanding your worth and your value within your community and understanding the value of the individuals within the community too, so not to not to just look at everybody as a potential you know as a potential mark, as a potential um sale potential client, but to think, do you know what? these people are really interesting. I'm going to get to know them, and I know I can help quite a lot of them but first of all i need to find out more about them in order to you know, make sure there's a fit make sure we 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 talk the same language make sure we're on the same page and that is so so valuable and it's actually the quicker and easier way to grow your business because this smash and grab approach cold pitch um stuff everybody hates it right you know if you get a cold call on your phone um, half the time you might hang up <laughs> if you don't know the number you won't answer it that's the way we are now so using that behaviour within your within the DMs or within emails, you know it's just like you've got to go bang, bang, bang bang, 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 bang to eventually get someone who who hooks in, so how about instead finding a few people that you think are kind of interesting, asking them some questions getting to know them a little bit and then when you start talking about business and you know that you're able to help them then you can invite them to have a call with you and there's no nobody's backs up nobody feels threatened you know that it's it's just a mutually beneficial conversation that's going to take place and that's wonderful that's utterly wonderful way of doing business and you'll have to, you'll have a lot more fun along the way you won't feel like you're doing ugly selling You'll just build up a beautiful network of the right people for you and your business. So that's a kind of ugly story with a really, really beautiful message of how to do things better. (laughs) So respect and consideration and a genuine interest in other people is the easy way to grow your business. No one's offended if you're interested in them at all. No one's offended if you ask them some questions. No one's offended if you then invite them to take it a little further. And then if you're interested in them, they might well turn out to be interested in you. And that's just a beautiful story. Beautiful way to do business. So ditch the cold pitch, bish. (laughs) so hard to say that. Particularly when I'm full of gold. <laughs> but if you can remember it like that, then that's really gonna help you. So thank you very much for listening today. I've given you a couple of um resources as well that I've mentioned through here. So the links to those will be the show notes. One is If you are interested in talking to me, if we're connected and we know a little bit about each other, then go to LibbyLangley.com slash call and book in one of the beautifully precious and incredibly useful personal um, discovery calls. And... The other one was if you are interested in email marketing software, then ConvertKit is the one that I recommend. So that's LibbyLangley.com slash ConvertKit. And the links for both of those will be in the show notes. But they're both super useful resources that you can access for free. Thank you ever so much for listening to me today. Don't forget to share your thoughts on this in the DMs on Instagram. I'm at Libby Langley, so come say hi. And I'm going to see you next time. Ta-ra. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there is an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.